Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerged triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we're live or not, but that's okay. So, wow, this is fantastic. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello there. My name is Frankie Picasso, and I am the founder of the Good Media Network. And this month is my anniversary of my flagship show, Mission Unstoppable. She's 15 years old, and she's Frankie, still yeah. thriving. Hmm? Why is she thriving? Because there is never a shortage of folks in the world who, against all odds show us just how unstoppable they are and how incredibly valiant and courageous and tenacious we as human beings can be. So happy anniversary, Mission Unstoppable. Well, today is no exception. Today we're going on another mission with a lovely young woman who comes to us by way of India. Her name is Swapna Abraham, and she's an actor, mentor, designer, marketing and branding enthusiast, mother, grandmother, who recently added author to her resume. Her new book is titled, She's Saying in the Dark, and she shares key insights, learning, and some of the songs that she wrote during her Get This Self Challenge to write 1,000 songs in 1,000 days. I can tell you that she has been acknowledged with several Life Achievement Awards, most recently an honorary doctor of music from I hope I pronounced this correctly, Vinayaka Missions Research Foundation. Swapta was successful in her quest to get into the Golden Book of World Records and not in one, but four categories. So what were they asked? Well, stay tuned, stay close, and all will be revealed shortly. Instead of me talking, let's bring my guest on who is way more capable of telling us about herself and her awards than I am. Welcome, Swapna. Thank you, Frankie. Hello, everyone. <laughs> It's, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Um, Swapna, in your book, you, you, you talk about March 28, 2016 was a day that you became overwhelmed with a sudden sense of wanting to give up to retire from music. After 24 years in the business, 21 albums under your belt, you performed all over the globe, but you were feeling unfulfilled. What happened? I, I, I don't know if that sounds a little arrogant, Frankie, but I felt so empty as an artist, even after doing so much. Um, and, I, I, and I was wondering whether this meant that I should just stop. There was a sense of um, unfulfillment is the right word, right? And I thought I should probably just stop. And that's what got me thinking, what if there's something more that, that I just haven't yet tapped into, you know? Just in the same capacity, maybe something else because there should be something else if I haven't found it as yet. And, um, and that's how this whole thought came about. Let me do a thousand songs in a thousand days, one every day. And, and the moment I thought about it, I was like, could you choke? What am I thinking? So I mean, what, what, what am I thinking? I could barely do 30 days of a diet, let alone a thousand songs in a thousand days. <laughs> am I just wanting to be really hard on myself? Uh, so this is going to be more about more than music. 
it's going to be about a whole lot of other things, which I've mentioned in the book. Yeah. Um, was, right? But eventually, that unfulfilled feeling that I had as an artist, it kind of got resolved. It, it got resolved. After this whole feat was over, I, I really am I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't I, given it. I, I, I do understand so- that. But at the same time, like 21 albums, what's 22? Right. I think that you were there. Like, what's 22? What's going to make that difference? What's going to give me that sense of, yeah, I got to do this. I really, I, I got to, you know, inject this with some something to make me feel more. And that was a great challenge. A thousand songs in a thousand days. Like, wow. So the 22nd album was like a thousand songs. And indeed, it's, that's really what it was. Right. Yeah. And not even a thousand. It's, it's, it turned out to be 2,321 songs. That's incredible. Absolutely. And, and I can look back at it now and think, oh, my goodness, how did that happen? But at the time, it was yeah. like an auto. I knew that I had this, had resolved to do this. And so I would do it no matter yeah. what. I would. You, you say a thousand songs in a thousand days and, you know, a journey of a thousand steps start with a single step. But when you really break it down, like over three years. That's over three years. You committed yourself to three years of grueling, having to do a song a day within a 24-hour period, having to record it and get it up there, witnessed so that the World Book of Records could see this. Like, that's freaking amazing. That's a, like unheard of astounding. It's, it, 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 thank you, Frankie. It, 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 it sounds all so wonderful now, but at the, at the time- Yeah, it has to be a big relief. <laughs> cool. It was terrible. It was, there were so many days when I'd actually just crying inside and I'd be like, but you know what? I don't want to fail myself. So I'm going to just do it. I'm going to do it. I've been failure in so many areas of my life before this, right? But this one thing, um, and I've written about it, this one thing, I did not want to fail. And all that was required of me was to keep writing the songs and I would <laughs> but no 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 that wasn't all that was required of you you had to write the songs and record the songs but life happened in three years you you know there was an emergency here you have to fly off to here this didn't record that day this, like so many myriad of things could have happened that you wouldn't have been able to record a song in a 24-hour period and that would have been the bust that just would have been the bust and you would have yes, either had to start that- over or not so close to that so many times I thought okay this is the day and then it must have been I, I can't remember the count of days but when I put them all in the book I was very meticulous about the day number and so on and so forth right yeah I, I think it was it was just one year before the close so it's two-thirds or already two-thirds done and I got stuck in the lift and I thought okay this is the day I'm gonna fail <laughs> yeah and this thought, is it see it's this it's even when you know that perhaps that's the day uh, that you're going to lose you're like but let me try <laughs> there's gonna be but some I way still out. Do it. i still want to do it <laughs> i hear it now you you um record gospel pop rock funk anything everything <laughs> country like everything is you're, you're open to everything and and you weren't and children's music now i mean you did children's songs and so you weren't just you know, writing a song that was, you know, a little ditty, like you actually wrote really good songs that 
people really like, you know, they're on Spotify and, and they're being downloaded and like, you got a beautiful voice. I mean, these are good songs. These are good songs. It's not, they're not throwaway songs. And then (laughs) as if it wasn't enough, as if it was not enough to publish these songs, a thousand songs in a thousand days, one song a day, you decided that, oh, you know what? Let's up the ante. Why don't we do an adult song in the morning and a kid's song in the afternoon? No, that's not enough for me. I have to now do three songs a day. I'm going to do as many songs as I can possibly do in the next hundred days. And it's like, you keep upping your ante. It's like, are you an adrenaline junkie or something? That's what I want to know. And I've written about it in the book. It's, it's about mountain climbing. It becomes boring after a while. Right. And you've got to keep doing this for nearly three years. So how do you keep your adrenaline there? How do you keep yourself motivated and is just by challenging yourself more, by doing more, by pushing yourself more is how you keep that motivation, that you keep staying inspired because otherwise you start feeling so bored. So for me, initially doing the children's song was like totally out of my league. I've never done anything for kids. I mean, like, like a children's song, no, I've never done that. So that was so difficult. And, and for that, for anyone probably that would have been the easy one because like a, a little more than a nursery rhyme, not yeah. a rhyme, but a children's yeah, song, right? Yeah. Yeah. But no, after a while, I was so bored doing two songs every day. It was like so, and I, let me, and this, this is the other thing. If I'm going to start off afresh doing three songs a day, no way, no way. Mm-hmm. But when you're, it's like that jog, you get that momentum, then you can go a little faster. That's exactly how it works. Now, on the second last day, doing 21 songs in one day, I know that if I'm going to decide to do it from midnight tonight, mm-hmm. the rest of tomorrow, 21 songs, I may not even finish eight. I may not mm-hmm. even finish eight. But when I'd done three and then later on did seven in a day for 40 days, that really took me through. I think that's how people do it, right? You, yeah. School, college, right? and then finally it's the Olympics, perhaps, right? So <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I've nowhere. No, it's. I think you just keep upping your game, and yeah. you can't do it. Can't do it. You can't do the big, the big leaps apart from in this in this stride in this run. You know that that's exactly what happened. Like one of one of the things you said, and I I, I lost where I put it, but one of the things that you said um, was that you understand that you know why people fail. And that you just have to keep going. And one of the things I recognized, I, I immediately zoned in on that because as a coach, you know, I you always tell like I know that people are always failing just as they're about to grab that brass. They all like they're just there, their fingertips are touching their success and they drop the ball. Almost yeah, so many yeah. times that, that happens. And it that's where self-doubt lives, that's where all the you know, the junk that comes up for you lives, and you go, oh, I'm not worthy of it, um, I can't do this. But it's always yeah. just like one more step, just one more step, guys. Like you're right at the pinnacle and you've got, you've got it. And so what was it inside you that said, I'm going to take that last step. I'm going to, I'm going to, I got one more. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to fail at this. I'm right, right. at the end. That was a thousand days. So when I decided to give up, I thought I was in front of a wall and I really couldn't see through it. I, I didn't know what was next, right? Mm. But I, I'm telling you, this this last step for me 
which got all this uh, the, the 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 doctorate and before that the four world records and 2,321 songs out of which thousand are kid songs and all that. I I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it at the point. At, at that point, I just thought I'm giving up. It's the end. It's it's all been futile, and I'm just feeling. I'm just feeling like it was a waste, but I was so close to it. And when I decided, I didn't even know when I decided what I was saying, but this is exactly what happened. I walked through the wall. I actually walked through the wall. Yeah, you got to walk through. And then I saw this, you know? So, but I always tell people when they're close to giving up, just do it again. Yeah. Because you know. Just one more time. Just do it one more time and then think about it. <laughs> One more time and then think about it again. Yeah, let's let's talk about what you want. Okay, so you got the longest feat of composing, producing, and publishing a song incessantly. So from April 8, 2017 to January 2nd, 2020, award number one. Award number two, the feat of composing, producing, publishing multiple songs incessantly for 100 days from March 8, 2019 to June 15, 2019. The third one, most songs composed, produced, and published by an individual in one day. How many songs was that in one day? Nine? 21 songs. 21 songs in one day. That was on January the 1st, 2020. Okay. January 22nd, January 2nd, we're a thousand days. Don't forget that. So the day before, she does 21 songs. Boom. And then the (coughs) longest feat of composing, producing, publishing children's songs incessantly. And they do not consider the children's songs as a regular song from April the 8th until January the 2nd, 2020. So for three years, you did the kids songs too. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it sounds so, so funny. You know, people people would say, okay, well, that's cool. Um, and you got a doctorate out of it and you got awards and you got, you know, all kinds of stuff and uh, recognition. And, and the recognition that you really got that you really liked was that your family came. And that was like really important because they were able to be really proud of you and go, you know what? Like I did this for 24 years, but this is the pinnacle of, of, of what I've done. And that's really exciting. Um, but there was a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons that weren't musical lessons, a lot of really dear life lessons, I think, that you learned uh, through in those three years that you share in the book. And they're good lessons, um, you know, about tenacity and about how to be unstoppable in your life. And it was, you know, you showed your kids and you showed everybody that it's possible. It's possible to do, un, you know, impossible things. Really. And I look at impossible because I say, you know, I specialize in impossible, but I am possible when you look at impossible. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm possible. And, and what was super interesting was at the end of the book and you talk about um, what happens after the letdown or the vacuum or the just like, Oh, you've been on adrenaline for so long. What's what do, what do I do with myself today? What do I do with myself today? And I thought about that. And I started, started to think about how the universe doesn't like a vacuum. I mean, it doesn't like a space. And so when people give up something, you have to fill that space because the universe is waiting for you to fill the space. So when you give up food or you give up smoking or you give up whatever, it's saying, okay, well, what are you going to replace that with? You have to replace it with something, some other thing. Control symptoms, it, 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 it was so severe. On the 3rd of January in the evening, I just... Was, I was so restless because I didn't do the songs for that day, right? And I, 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 I was, I was, I, I knew it was over. I didn't have to do anything anymore, but I was so uncomfortable. So on January fourth, my son and I uh, did that jump off a plane, 
<laughs> yeah. It was so easy to jump out of <laughs> because I I was so high on 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 the second of January. On the third, I was in a slump. On the fourth, I was like, you know, you be, you just have this huge dare mentality. Yeah, it's it's um it's like it's you 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 think that nothing is re- impo- nothing is impossible. You actually feel that you know, and it isn't and impossible. I can't, I can't explain that. Yeah, when once you you've climbed that mountain, you yeah. really believe that you anything. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you see people who climb Everest and who climb, you know, I, I interviewed one of my very first shows 15 years ago, I interviewed this mountaineer, Nigel Vardy from England, and Nigel had climbed seven of the highest peaks in the world. And he, oh. he lost his nose from, from, and he lost his toes. He had, you know, uh, we call it frostbite. I mean, he lost all kinds of things. And at one point, he was super lucky because he got stuck on the second highest mountain in the world and they were actually able to pick him up a helicopter and, and take him out. But he kept climbing. I go, why do you keep climbing? Like you've lost, you've lost stuff, you know? Like those are important digits in your nose and stuff. And, but the, the need to continue is there. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a general. You're, 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 you're literally a junkie. Yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to. So for yeah. me, I mean, it, it, it's, see, you're not coming down a mountain. You're just dropping from the height. Yeah. Um, when you finish day thousand and the thousand and first day, right? Day one after a thousand is a normal day, but you're not the same person that you were a thousand days before. Yeah. You've been through so much, you've toughened up so much. So yeah. now for you to face a normal day, you're not a fully normal person in that sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And you keep thinking like something's missing. Something's missing from my day exactly. right now. Yeah. Not like, it's not like mountain climbing where you can come down slowly. No, you've reached the summit and suddenly you're, the next day you're on, on sea level again and you don't know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that it's for people that just, that, that retire, that, day after retirement it should feel so difficult I, i'm just thinking you know i you know what i retired officially in june <laughs> and i'm working more than i worked before so i think that that's why people die after they re- retire there's nothing right you have to keep working and you know you and i are are, are both affiliated with the g100 that's how we met and yeah. you know like you are a country chair so you had a huge role in having to you know, find all these people and bring them in. That's, that's, that's big. Not as big as a thousand songs, a thousand day, but it's big. That's one little chunk that you can, you know, add to your day. And so what are the other chunks that you're adding to your day? Okay. I Two roles in, 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 in a day job that I have, there are two roles. And I, and I think it, it pretty much takes two minds to have both those roles. And um, I'm, I'm winging it by, fairly all right um i mean it's 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 premature to say it's super good but it's just been about four months and it's no bad so literally two jobs and then g100 and uh, um i've just renovated my home the last seven months oh nice uh, while this was going on and my mom has pretty much been um very ill for the last seven months oh, i'm so sorry uh, yes, and I moved. Thank you. And I moved from Dubai to India after ten years, and it's it's a new something. So 
I, I suppose for a lot of people, this will have been, it was for me as well. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong there. It, it was challenging. But I just think that I'm so used to carrying weights and loads and multitasking and that I could do it because of that, that I am able to do all this because of that. Because I, I, I after the thousand days, frankly, I said, I'm not going to do another challenge. I'm I'm fulfilled. I'm happy. People ask, so what? There is no next. Next is life. I just live. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm a little happy, but I'm just going to not have any more challenges. But, you know, the withdrawal symptom that you have, you feel good the moment you feel a challenge is around the corner. It's like, that's something I I like, you know, Mm -hmm. whether whether I want to or I actually like it. Yeah. <laughs> you said that um, um, you, you had a lot of lessons, relationship, the changes in relationships. Um, one thing that you said it was really, I thought was really interesting is, is fame does not equal talent. Fame does, equal does not equal talent. You can be super talented and not famous, right? Yeah. It's like a small percentage of people are famous. Oh, I- that are so talented. Yes. Yes. So um, I I still believe that the greatest talent in the world is still not known to most people. They're somewhere there. They're somewhere there just sitting in. But now because of the World Wide Web, of course, people. Yeah. And you you look at Idol and all those shows that you see all these super talented people go, where did you people come from? (laughs) And they're discovering kids on the internet all the time. I mean, look at, you know, Bieber's and all those, they're being discovered. but, but we still have the old school platforms and um, alleys where the catwalks and all of all of that, where people are famous. You have the red carpets yeah. and stuff. Yeah. were potentially way, way more talented, but they never go anywhere close to the red carpet. You know what? <laughs> they write about those red carpet people so much. And I could really, I, and it's my show so I can say, I really give a shit like what the Kardashians are doing today, what she put in her hair, like, so boring i'm sorry i don't care give me something real i want something real somebody who actually worked for like yourself who worked for that credit she did nothing but be a daughter of a famous lawyer so what you you know you did something something hard hey frankie but the way the world is working now uh popularity and fame yeah we're kind of um educating the audience poorly we're not educating the audience to appreciate talent that's right but wasting their time by and large just seeing random stuff and saying wow when somebody they they can't even tell the difference anymore when they listen to something that's really good yeah that that is good but they really can't we're we're, the the way art and and talent is out there in the world now People are not educated to recognize what is gold and what's diamond for crafts. They can't tell the difference anymore. No. They really can't. No, they can't. And, and they don't care to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get to the end? You talked about envisioning. And I think that's really important to talk to people who, who do want to do something, you know, who have a big vision in their life or who have a, a goal that they want to meet. And, 
it, you didn't envision how you're going to do it. You envisioned the last day and what that was going to feel like and look like and how exciting you were going to be and, and all of that stuff. And, and so that is what you kept in your mind's eye every single day for those three years. Yes. Yes. I, I believe that. Did you make a I vision believe... board or anything like that? No. Nothing physical? I just, I just saw day thousand in my head all the time. Even when I was in 250, 500, 750, I always saw day thousand and I knew that would happen. And you know, Frankie, the thing is, one thing is you seeing it, you have to see the end, but you also have to have a, at least one person that is close to you that sees the end. For me, that was my father. The okay. moment I told my parents about it, yeah. um, my father was the first person to say, will we be alive when she finishes? Yeah. But by saying, I like to use the word prophesy. He actually yeah. said I was going to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad that it was your dad because my dad was the one who, who you know, was and the one for me too. The opposite. Growing up, so hard to please. And I've written about it. It's so difficult, right? Never good enough. <laughs> but never, 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 never just there. It's always something lacking. But this was so different. And, and for me to ha have, him say that was like, wow. He believes in me. I, it, uh, so, so to have someone close to you see the end, it kind of helps you see the end even better. I think that your father, your father's way of, of helping you was to make it never good enough. And that was his way of making you try hard. And because I, I had a teacher like that, you know, she was a writing teacher and, and you could never write good enough. Never, never, never. And one day, I mean, I always like, came close to failing and I thought I was a good writer and and then one day I I felt like Pearl Buck she goes oh that's amazing that was fantastic I'm like what because for <laughs> a year it was like not good enough not good enough right but that's that's their personality I think that's how they they do it for you and I don't know if your dad was a Virgo like you are but they're perfectionists yeah. I mean it's really hard <laughs> it's hard to please them but <laughs> I'm a Gemini I'm just a slob but um but I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for that because most of the people. It toughened you. Will you be able to finish it? Yeah. I mean, will you be actually show up every day? Have you thought this through? And you know what? I didn't think. I couldn't think it through. You can't All think it through. I, it's too big to think through. Yeah. I couldn't think it through. I, I knew that it was 32 months of, I knew that it was 143-ish weeks. Yeah. I knew that it was nearly months and, and two and three quarter so years. So out of your That's scope though, like just nothing is ever compared to that yeah never mind i'm i'm gonna do it and you then there is someone doing this for the longest time one every day doing it differently not doing it live like we were doing i was doing this i was composing yeah. live right yeah doing it different and and when i know someone was doing that the reason i did the children's song was because i knew someone's already doing one every day so i said yeah. you know what let me do two but let me do a, a second different song yeah. which would be more different but children, I love children, right? Yeah, I love children. Yeah, yeah. So let me do something for the kids. So you want to walk the road. I mean, I wanted to walk the road that had not been traveled. Before. Sure, sure. Yeah. And your son said to you at the end, he goes, you know, somebody could beat you. Somebody could do it now. And the thing is, that's okay if they do. Everybody's a world record holder until they're not. And you know what? If they do it, kudos to them. It's a you, you, you can pat them on the back and go, good for you. 
that's the important thing about world records. You cannot set, you cannot attempt something that is not something that someone else can break. I mean, you have to do something that can be pursued by someone else. It cannot right. be one of those no one else can break because then that does not qualify for being a world record. So to my son, you know what? I believe it can be done, but I still think it takes a certain person. Oh, and gosh, yeah. Really a, a lot of crazy combinations oh. for certain to do certain things. You know what I mean? You Some know what? Things. If you if you were were married at the time, if you had your ch- young children at home, like any combination of anything that could have you know imposed on you in any other way, then I'm free to do it, except for the circumstances that are unknown to me. Right? Um, it couldn't have, it couldn't have happened. I'm sure of it. You know, I, I was a single person. I, I was a divorced person. My yeah. kids were in yeah, the, um, and my daughter was. Uh, but you, but still, married. you flew to your daughter's first birth. You flew to her second birth. You know, like you were yeah. doing all of this, and life goes on, mom. Life goes on. I is. I, I think more than being an artist, I'm a mother first, and I would say that. So I'm constantly there for them, unless they show up when the live recording is going on. I say, I call you back, call you back. I'm making a song right now, and they know that. Even my grandson knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That in the, in the room there, she's doing something. Once that's over, she's going to come out. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, um, oh, I flew all the way for both uh, the deliveries of my daughter. And I, awesome. and I wanted my grants, you know, Frankie, yeah, that it's for us, right? So, yay. I, I mean, life goes on in the background. And I, and I think what, what was, uh, I realized this, and I wanted to bring that point in the book, that parents, see, we tend to always patronize our kids, their talents, their abilities and skills and so on. And we put ours on the back burner, right? So let them, let them get that opportunity. No, I think they're doing theirs. We do ours. Absolutely. While they, absolutely. As, they get to we, see that. And then they're, they're <laughs> inspired by that. You know, they don't go, oh, my mom didn't do anything. My mom, did, like I was a drummer. I was, you know, the first female kickboxing promoter in the world. I did stuff. My kids were really proud of that. You know, they go, oh, my mom does this and this and this. She's a drag boater. She they thought that was really cool. And, and other moms didn't do that. And so kids hung out at our house because they thought I was a cool mom. No, and I didn't do it to be a cool mom. I just did it because that's what I, I was a drummer in a rock band. I was, you know, this is what I did. This is what I enjoyed doing. And it inspired them to do things that they enjoy doing. And I think that's the thing is, is that your children, you want your children to see you as a person other than a mom, like somebody who has, who has dreams and abilities and, and all of that good stuff. Um, I think it's more exciting for them. Yeah. And, and what's wrong with being ambitious? Yeah. Um, especially if, you, if you've got an ambition that some suddenly come into your heart, what's wrong with pursuing that, you know? Yeah. And just because you do that, that doesn't make you less of a mother. No, no. it's, it's, it's that you value your children's pursuits. You value your own as well. And, and, yeah. and I think in mind, I'm also teaching them that live for yourself as well. You see and what I mean? impossible things happen. You know, as when, you know, I have a site called rent a believer. And as a coach, you know, the one thing I came to understand was that many, many people who have dreams uh, don't believe in themselves. And you said, tell one person that's going to believe in you. But generally speaking, when somebody has a big idea, I said, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anybody. And the reason I say that is because so many people dream so small that they can't imagine a dream like what you did. And so they would be the naysayer. They would be the somebody, the dream killer. And so until you've got your feet really firmly on the ground in your dream, 
I wouldn't tell anybody because <laughs> people can't imagine it. Some people, like they just don't have that. Unless you're an entrepreneur of like, and a dreamer and a creative, they go, no, that can't happen. That doesn't happen to real people like us. Like they just kill it. And you don't need a killer. You need an inspirer. And that's why I, I became the believer. And, and if anyone asked me details about it, Frankie, before I started, uh, I, I, there were there were some of these radio interviews, right? So when they would ask me, I'll tell them, frankly speaking, I don't know. I'm going to find out when I get there and I'll tell yeah. you how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Um, I'm not going to make try. this too long. What, how, okay. The name of the book, she played in the dark. Where did that come from? Oh my goodness. That, that, that has got so many connotations. Um, I believe that I was invisible for most of my life as an artist. And uh, I think part of my lack of feeling fulfilled came from that that feeling of invisibility. Because I believe that the songs were good. I believe that the skill was average or better than average. Better than I mean, average. You want, Come on, you're right, good, Frank, you're a good singer. Didn't understand why I was invisible, right? So I, then I thought just because I'm invisible doesn't mean I don't pursue my art and I've written about that, right? Just because um, no one sees me, yeah. Um, something that doesn't mean, for example, even if no one's going to read the book, doesn't mean I'm not going to write the book. No, I have something I've learned. I have something I want to share. I, I th this is, um, uh, if, if nothing else, it's a chronicle of how this was done. By Absolutely. Somebody, right. Yeah. Hey, I've got five um, books here. Are people reading them? I don't know. <laughs> you don't, I don't, you're not going to get rich off of them. I can tell you that, but you have a voice. What a great legacy. It's a legacy. Behind. I mean, you've got 21 I, albums that you've left behind too. I mean, that's a legacy. And that like a lot of people, they can't say that. They can't say that they've got something that's going to last after they die. Right? Our work, yeah. our work outlives us. We that's go, it. but this was forever. So yeah. um, I get so, that. So my paintings, my, yeah. That feeling of being invisible, but I continued playing. I continued yeah. singing, writing songs. And, 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 and I thought that when I would get on these thousand days that I would still be invisible. But then I said, you know what? Still do it. Even yeah. if you'll be invisible, yeah. do it. Because you, you believe, because I said, I listen to some of my own songs. So I, I don't want to sound really <laughs> cheap over here. I listen to great artists stuff. I also listen to my own stuff, by the way. Yeah? You should. So <laughs> that's why I say your first audience is you. Hey, I you got my own paintings hanging up in my house. Does that mean <laughs> I shouldn't? Like, I don't know. I like them. But okay, so here's here's. Oh, I just I lost it. Sorry, go on, go <laughs> on. I lost it. I wanted to ask you something. No, no, no. The the this, this thing about oh, can you can you play something? I was gonna put. I was gonna introduce your song into here, but I realized that YouTube would would stop my video because um, they would go. Do you have permission from the person? So if you play live though, I can't. They can't do anything. Did you want to play a, 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 a few beats on a song or? How do I do that? Do you have a guitar? Oh my goodness. My friend told me I would be asked. I don't have it here with me. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. I won't put you on the spot then. I just thought, no, I knew that if I downloaded from, from um, Spotify or something like that, that they would stop it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't put pe other people's music in that isn't, that you haven't paid royalties to and things like that. Right. In, in YouTube, they, they, it's like they put, you don't want you to plagiarize anybody or, or copyright stuff. So they, they stop it. 
even if I say you can use it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I've only had it stopped once and I did have the original artist, but uh, you can sing a kid's song. No, I can sing, I, 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 can, I can sing something just now as we're talking. Yeah. I wanna tell you something that's exciting. <laughs> oh, wow, look at your acapella voice, it's beautiful. <laughs> And she's well, still got COVID and a cough and whatever. I'm just getting out of the uh, viral thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you something that's exciting. It may mean nothing to you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Good for you. Change my world. Show me the pearl and the world that's mine. <laughs> You're making this up on the spot right now? Yeah. Ah, look at this. We've, we've been privy to an original, an original composition. I love it. Good for you. Wow. That's, that, there's a high note to go out on. <laughs> Swatma, do you have anything else you want to tell anybody? Oh. Leave them with something, a lesson. This is what I tell people, especially those that are in a dark place. You know, it's, it's, it's for those that are in a great place, I want to tell them that the dark places are not far away. It's not bad news because that's life. It just sure. keeps going. But I surely want to tell people that are in a dark place that they have to pursue their art. They have to keep doing what they're doing whether anyone's with them or not with them, anyone knows them, doesn't know them. Uh, and they have to keep getting better at their art and never settle with mediocre. You've got to get better and, and, and be more skillful. You set the bar. You yeah. be the audience. You be the person that will be tough on yourself. You fix the challenge and then yeah. go do it. See it, it and do it. And then you'll be creating your own you know, that there's so much that we're supposed to do, Frank. And I keep saying this, people don't know the many things each of us, just, just, can you imagine if I didn't do this and I was meant to do this, now I know, right? But if I didn't do it, what a loss for me. So many songs, I like so many of these songs. I myself, out of these so many thousands, I easily like 700 songs a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So what a loss for me. What a loss for some people who like it. What a loss for... Some people who, you know, were inspired by this journey. But, but think of it. Each person out there has got something that they have to do for themselves and for the universe to leave a legacy for their families, for generations to come. And it doesn't matter if, if this present generation is going to miss the bus. <laughs> doesn't matter. Someone else will pick it. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. So these songs are available on Spotify now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you search for Swap Neighbor, I'm on Spotify, it's there. Yeah. Even if touch one person with my journey it was worth it that's why i say never give up love it swap the <laughs> abraham she's a star look at her yeah absolutely gorgeous absolutely talented incredible Thank yeah. you know unstoppable really? the I'm, unstoppable I'm, I'm really swap abraham <laughs> is in the house i'm gonna say goodbye facebook we're gonna stop our stream <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.